One, two, three, four, pop culture. Who can eat pop culture? Who can eat pop culture? Who can eat pop culture? Who can eat? And we came back again for another bite-sized edition. I'm Dan. I'm T. Rob. And it's the Pop Culture Hootenanny. Woo-woo! No Justin today. He uh, he went home early, so no Justin. Yeah, I threw him a lifeline to get out of here, and he took it. <clears throat> hey, it is what it is, you know? Some days you just want out. So, uh, since it's just us, I uh, figured we could we could talk about something that you've been been wanting to talk about for a while the top gun sequel um i was the last to see it of the three of us and i i enjoyed it a lot more than i expected bit more of an action movie than the first one for sure um but i know i know you've been very very eager to talk about it so go ahead well let's start off by saying like it was just a long time coming, you know what I mean? Like, the movie was first introduced a couple of years ago as being a um, movie coming to a theater near you soon, spring of, what was it, 2020 or something like that, 2019? 2020. 2020. So, I mean, for all the delays, you know, through the pandemic and um, all the time and that that these actors put into this movie... And had to keep it quiet, had to keep everything buttoned up. Uh, people that maybe have edited the movie for them to keep it as quiet about it as they did. And for nothing to really come out other than people who did get a private screening said it was an amazing movie. So, you know, my initial thoughts are is like, you know, after we had talked about before about how the first one really was. Like, you know, back in the 80s, it probably was a great movie. Did I think it was a good movie? Yeah, I did thought it was a good movie. Did I think it was a great movie? Probably not best part of the movie was probably the last 15 minutes of the movie you know what i mean that that's what we were into you know yeah um not your guys's uh you know everlasting comments of the shower scenes and well like i mean that. all right yeah the top gun holds up as a movie it's it holds up fine it i mean it shows its age of course but you know a movie that's 35 years old at this point so, you know, it, it shows its age. But when you go back and rewatch that movie, it definitely has more elements of a love story than an action movie. And, I mean, competing with other movies of the time, like Iron Eagle, Iron Eagle is way more of an action movie than Top Gun. Iron Eagle definitely made you want to um, fly fighter jets, for sure. Not just any fighter jet. You wanted to fly the uh, F-16 Oh yeah. So you know they, they they, for a movie that's thirty five years after the original, the sequel holds up pretty good. Yeah. I like you know like the mission is a mission you can't do with you know with the drones. It has to be a a manned plane. So you know they make everything. They make it work. They did a good job of expressing the uh, um, how do I say this they did a good job of 
of expressing a relevancy for the movie itself. Like, you know, why it's relevant in today's time. Because as a lot of other people talked before this movie came out, they were talking about that there's so many drones out there now. Like, you don't need to send fighter jets anymore unless there's, like, other jets that are in the sky. But even then, we have, you know, you know, uh, SAM missiles, you know, that, that could be fired and, and defend our country, defend our warships you know you know defend our air bases all over the world they have that stuff so there really isn't that much of a need to have a dog fighting fighter pilot anymore in the navy anymore in the air force but i think there's always going to be a need for that should always be prepared for something that can't be done you know that you should always be prepared for the unforeseen you know what i mean we watch a lot of movies but there's a lot of different scenes a lot of one-liners where you know you know just like in roadhouse you know, like when Dalton goes and says that, uh, you know, uh, always uh, um, prepare for the unexpected or whatever, whatever the case. There are, people have all kinds of different sayings. It's always telling you, man, be prepared, be prepared. Yeah. So the movie itself, finally getting a for sure release date months before it got released. You know, I, I expressed my disappointment as to how many times it was pushed back, pushed back, pushed back. Not so much that like, hey, Top Gun is my favorite movie. It's just like we were in a we we're coming out of the pandemic, and it was and we were in a time of need to actually see something like some type of blockbuster, give us a reason to go to the movie theaters, you know. So I mean, Spider Man came out, and it's like, oh man, that was a blessing. You know, so many movies got released straight to to you know um, streaming, and and I'm not mad at that because a lot of movies I prefer to watch it at home. This is definitely one of those movies where you got to go see it at the movie theater. You're going to appreciate it at home, but it's a totally different experience to go see it at the movie theater. Uh, this is definitely a much better job of how do you, how would you say it? Like it's much more mass appealing. Anybody can go and watch that movie and enjoy it. I, I felt like if you were to watch Top Gun 1 as a 10-year-old kid, you're going to be like, yeah, the best part of the, this whole movie was the end. You don't care about the rest of it. Yeah. But if you're a 10-year-old kid, it starts off in the beginning. You're seeing this really cool, stealthy-looking, you know, futuristic airplane going, you know, breaking records for speed. You know what I mean? Going, you know, um, uh, hitting. What, 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 was the, what was the initial barrier that they were trying to break? They were trying to get past nine. I think Mach, yeah, Mach, Mach nine, 9 or something. And yeah. then what did he hit, 10? Something crazy like that? Or, or 9.5, 9.3? Whatever it was, he, yeah, I mean, he hit it. He exceeded know? what what the goal was. And then they, they, they did a, a great job of, of extending some humor throughout the movie as well. So, again, I mean, you know, when you when you ask people, like, hey, man, you know, is it a great movie? If you're if you're just an an, an average movie goer, you're like, man, movie was sweet. That movie was like one of the best movies ever. But if you're a movie buff, you're, you know you're, you can't categorize it in in a league of The Green Mile or Saving Private Ryan or you know like Forrest Gump, uh, Shawshank Redemption. It's not a, it's not that kind of a movie. It's it's a fun movie. If you like Avengers, you're gonna like Top Gun. If you like you know Iron Man, you're gonna like Top Gun. If you liked you know, even in the '80s movie like Iron Eagle, going back to that, you're gonna like Top Gun. It had, it had a lot, it had a lot to it, and there wasn't really wasn't too much of a dry spell anywhere inside of that movie, and it had you wanting more. Yeah, for the most part, yeah, I, th- I think you hit the nail on the head with the fun movie. 
it, it is exactly that. It's a fun movie to watch. Um, you know, I mean, there's there's the love story part, which you know some people are gonna get the lols from, but it 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 wasn't drug out. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't like overly pushed on you. It you know it was it worked. It had a good balance. Maybe ten minutes. It probably had about ten minutes of scenes. Yeah. With the two uh, characters. Yeah. That was it. It, it was. It was maybe ten, maybe fifteen minutes, and then and then with that, they put some humor in there. You know what I mean? I don't want to give too much of it away if people haven't seen it, but you know, just him, you know, the the ever popular movie portion of any kind of romantic movie where somebody comes home and they're like, "Oh no, you're not supposed to be here," and you go try to leave, jumps out the window. I mean, it's funny. I'm not. I'm not I know it. I just kind of rattled right there, but I don't want to give it away to anybody that hasn't seen it. I, I mean, it's it's been out three months now and and it's like the number one movie in the world so i, I mean, think it, it i think most well. people have seen it to get to another point my biggest grief or grievance with the delay of the movie was again we needed to see a movie like this we needed to see a blockbuster or just a movie that that has been a long time coming to, to help us get over the hump of the pandemic and try to get back to having some type of normalcy and movies movies is definitely a big thing for that so oh yeah you need the escape i i definitely see exactly why he pushed it back i think one of the last podcasts we talked about maverick um was that one or two things was going to happen either it was going to be a movie where we're like man they overhyped that they pushed it back too long it didn't hold up it wasn't as good as what they made it out to be or we're going to be like Hey, you know what? Now we get it. We get why he did it. And I definitely understand why. This is the biggest movie he's ever made. It's probably one of his best movies that I've ever seen him, you know, you know, uh, uh, Tom Cruise uh, make. And you know what? And they left the door open for a next generation if they want to call it Top Gun. Or even if they want to say, call it something else, you know, but let it be known that it is from the Top Gun franchise. If there is a fran- Top Gun franchise. But I, I think the movie very well, like as soon as I seen it, you know, the first maybe hour of the movie, I'm like, okay. It had a couple of cheesy parts in there uh, where he kept talking about, talk to me, Goose, talk to me. They probably didn't need to have that in there, but they they showed that, they, I think the reason why they had to put that in there is because they had to show the footnotes, if you will, of why he's still a captain, like why he's not an admiral. Like everybody's seen a preview where it says you should be at least a three-star admiral by now, two-star admiral by now. You should be a super high-ranking officer that's in charge of a lot of things, and you're not because you keep doing dumb things. So just the fact that, uh, you know, it shows that he still has um, some, you know, depression. Uh, maybe if you would call that depression. I don't know what you call it, but he's still very sensitive about the goose situation. You know what I mean? Like, he hasn't gotten over all that, you know? And it shows, like, his little love interest in the movie, you know? They were they had a previous relationship, and it didn't end well, you know? He pretty much took off. And she lets it be known, like, hey, we're not going to do that this time. So, I mean, I think, I think it was somewhat of a good idea that they put some of those cheesy lines in the movie. But at the same time, he could have done it without it. You know what I mean? I thought it was very clever that it showed... Um, Maverick's character and Iceman became very close. They became good friends. And and Iceman, he is the he is the man. He is in charge. He is the hammer. He's in control 
of the entire fleet. You know what I mean? And I thought they did a good job of explaining that. I think if there was any other kind of a disappointment in the movie, if there was any kind, is that they could have ended the movie a couple of different times towards the end, but they made it fun when they dragged it out. It wasn't like a dry drag at the end of the movie, I don't think, anyway. No, I, I thought it I thought it was good. I, like I said, it had a good balance all the way through for the most part. There was, uh, you know, like I said, the love story parts, but it's a love story, so you expect it to have, like, it's it's got to slow it down for that. You can't have the same high pace going on for a love story. But, yeah, overall, I liked, I liked you brought back most of the cast from the original. You brought back, you know, you bring back Val Kilmer, even though he's, you know, at this point hardly acts because of the throat cancer and how they handle it. I thought it was really good. I liked it. Um, it you know, his role was small, but they made it uh, uh, very effective for what he could or couldn't do. Um, yeah, I mean... They even bring back the motorcycle. They did a good job uh, replicating that motorcycle, trying to make it look like the same exact one. It, right. It's just it, the funny part about them bringing back the motorcycle and his jacket is, it's like, how is that still functioning? How did that? How did his jacket not dry rot? You know what I mean? Like he didn't get a new jacket, didn't get anything modern. Take really good care of it, oil yeah. it every day, like he a would baseball have had glove. To. It would have had to have been some type of like. You got to oil it like your baseball glove. In yourself I don't know. Where yeah. You're just like, look, man, I'm the man, and I'm gonna, I'm never gonna get rid of this jacket. Like he could have got a motorcycle that was twice that fast by now. You know what I mean? Or, or he bought like ten of those jackets and just like put them in like the, the, the bags. You suck all the air out so everything stays, you know, airtight. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, but yeah, they make it. It's just one of those things. You're like, uh, is it plausible that he's got the same coat 35 years later? I don't know. Probably not. But I feel like it would have shrunk. I mean, he's still in good shape. You know yeah. what I mean? For him oh, to yeah. be 60 years old in real yeah. life, I mean, that, I mean, he's in phenomenal shape for that. You know, um, something else I want to point out. Um, they they did a very good job of depicting how superior. Our armed forces, especially like, you know, the the Navy, the Air Force, they did a good job like saying, hey, listen, we're still the cream of the crop. But also at the same time, they also showed that, you know what, even though we are the world's power through the air, we don't take anything lightly. We don't take anything for granted there. They were talking about Gen 3 fighter jets from whatever country they were going up against and how superior they were to the F-18s that they were flying in the movie. They said, listen, they're faster. They're more maneuverable. Like, we're, we we cannot go head-to-head with these guys in, in the air. They, they did a very good job being able to explain that kind of stuff. But, uh, like you said, like explaining the mission, the type of mission that it is, why they needed to use the, the aircraft that they needed to use. And and I think it's I think it's safe to point out that that a lot of a lot of this I mean if if there was not a base in the middle of a mountain I think it's very safe to say that we would have used them, used some type of drone we wouldn't have flew pilots in there in that type of situation um, I think they did a very good job of that the action sequences they did a good job of keeping everybody you know involved I think it showed they did a good job showing a lot of error you know what I mean like. 
you know, these are supposedly the best fighter pilots in the world. And they showed all their errors that they were making while they were training. Like, listen, this isn't a walk in the park. This is something that's never been done before. This is something that, that you know, that we've had to, we had to run a simulation to see if it was even possible. And it showed them going through that and actually failing so much before they finally got it right. And I thought they did a good job with that. I really did. I, you know, I mean, it, it wouldn't have been as suspenseful if they just went right into it and all, yeah, they picked it up right, right away, you know? Well, then it would only have been in like a 20-minute movie. So. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, they did a good job with that, you know? Uh, also, the training that the, the actors put in to uh, play these roles, I thought that was pretty clever because if you, if you watch the movie... And they have these special cameras that are inside of a cockpit of a, of a plane that was actually in the air. Those facial expressions are, are pretty much real. And I couldn't imagine you going into a fighter jet, doing Mach 3, Mach 4, whatever the case may be, you know, turning, you know, doing those um, uh, excessive G-force turns and being able to handle that without some type of training. You know what I mean? So I thought it was very, you know, respectful that they went through that kind of training that they put that type of effort into making the movie i thought that was pretty cool that was also cool i mean it's i haven't seen the movie now i saw it twice i saw it the first time i saw it i i I believe it was supposed to be the first showing and um so i purchased tickets and then i got an email saying hey like there's a special secret advanced showing it's two days before that so i was like okay i bought those tickets and i was like you know what i'm just going to exchange the ones for thursday and I'm gonna go see it on Tuesday. That way, I don't have to worry about anybody messing it up. And then, uh, then, lo and behold, we go and watch it. I'm like, you know what? I think I'm gonna keep those tickets on Thursday. I'm gonna go back and watch that again. There's got to be something I missed. You know, it was a pretty good movie. I was entertained all the way through. Yeah. But it's been a it's been a solid month now since I've seen it. Maybe was it two months now? About two. I think it came out the end of May or beginning of June. Yeah. So. So yeah. For yeah, so, we're in mid August sure. now. So. Yeah. So for sure, it's been a minute. So. You know, I'm kind of all over the place talking about it, but no, I definitely think it's a good movie. I think that you could take 10, 12-year-old kids to go see it. I think that you're going to enjoy it if you're, you know, elderly and you're retired and you got nothing better to do. Um, and I think you're okay if you want to wait to watch it at home. I definitely think going to the movie theater gives you a totally different experience watching a movie. But, uh, yeah, this movie I can clearly see, like I, ta- like I said before, you can clearly see why he pushed it back and why he waited and good for him because it was a genius movie. He took a risk doing that. If the movie wouldn't have panned out if the movie wouldn't have been as good as what I think it is, as good as you think it is, or as entertaining, we should say, then it would have been a complete failure. It would have been like, man, you dragged this out and it's not even that good. Like shame on you. That could have been a career ending type of a decision, but I definitely think having watched that, he knew what he had. He knew what it was. And I think he knew what the general public, not just in America, but around the world, was going to think about that movie. Yeah, I, I can agree with that. I mean, looking looking back through the pandemic movies, the stuff that got pushed back, the stuff that got, you know, like came out after, after being pushed back and re-edited and re- you know, read shot and everything. A lot of stuff suffered because they had more time to overthink things, I think. And it seems like... Like Morbius? They didn't... 
they didn't mess with this movie to that extent. Yeah, like Morbius. Like, the movie could have been so much better had they not had to push it back to align with other stuff. Um, just because they they were sitting on it so long they had to release it. So, it, you know, it got pushed back and edited. Um, Wonder Woman 84 got pushed back and edited, and, and it suffered greatly from it. I mean, Justin's talked about his hatred of that movie just because of that. Uh, where this one, yeah, like Top Gun did not have, it didn't suffer the same. It, it actually worked out better for him, I'm assuming, in the long run. I, you know, we can't say that if it would have got released in 2020, it wouldn't have still done this good. I mean, obviously it wouldn't because the theaters were closed, but even if it came out last year in 2021 when they originally said they were going to re-release it or release it, it, you know, it could have still done well. But as well as it's done, who knows? I mean, it's at this point, it's already topped two superhero movies. So, and I mean, it's it's getting it's not up. Titanic. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, all-time list, it's getting up to the top of the all-time list. But, I mean, this year alone, I mean, it's 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 beat Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. It's beat the Batman. Both, you know, both big movies and Marvel movies always seem to do really well. The DC movies are hit or miss, but the Batman was good. It held up. It was, you know, and it, it did hold, I don't know if it was, uh, I'm sure it was number one when it came out. But I don't know how long it held number one. But, uh, you know, Doctor Strange, I mean, it, I think it did well, because, but it was underperforming because it was a Doctor Strange movie. It's still a character people don't really know a lot about. And Doctor Strange suffered because it was more of a Sam Raimi movie than a Marvel movie. But, yeah, Top Gun, it, it worked. Um, you know, it, it, genius, dumb luck, who knows, but it worked and the movie, it, it's, a, you know, for being a sequel 30 plus years later, it, it, it was way better than expected, you know, to I mean, have that kind of continuity stick with you that, that late. Exactly. And they, and you know, they, he still had the same type of arrogance to the movie Maverick did. And um, and I thought they did a good job with that. I think something else they did good with, um, as I, we were talking about before, is that they did a good job tying in a lot of different things, like Goose's son, Rooster. He was a little boy in Top Gun. And what year did Top Gun come out? 87, I think. 87, 87 88. 87, 88. So if I had to guess, Goose's son would have been like what three to five range right in the in, in the first top gun yeah probably which means he would have been in this movie he would have been in his late 30s mid to late 30s they did a good job of explaining why he was a, a little bit older or he was still with the fighter pilots that were there that that are supposedly younger than him and they did a good job explaining why that is so you know they they said that you know again a, a spoiler alert they pretty much explained that Maverick kind of delayed his progress um, as far as uh, becoming an aviator, uh, becoming a fighter pilot, and he lost a good chunk of his career. You know, well, 
I guess uh, I don't. I wouldn't say it's significant, but they, he lost a good portion. Like they pretty much what they say, like four years, four or five years off. Yeah, of his I think career. so. So they did a good job explaining that because that wouldn't have held up. You know what I mean? If they would have tried to play Goose's son, who was alive back in 1986, if they would have said he was 30 years old, that'd have been an, it, it wouldn't have worked out. You know what I mean? They needed to have yeah. some type of explanation as to why or how he's there. And a lot of fighter pilots, you know, I think there's a misconception that, that all these fighter pilots that we have are in their early 20s. A lot of, if you look at a lot of fighter pilots or you're watching documentaries and, do, and, and fighter pilots are explaining different scenarios or different missions, if you look at them, a lot of them are in their 40s and 50s. They're not just spring chickens. They've been doing well, it for a while. Yeah, I mean, you got to think, you have to get through basic training. You have to get through flight school. And then, you know, after after you've ran so many missions, that's when you get sent to Top Gun to become, you know, the top pilots. The best of the best. So, yeah, I mean, it, it would make sense that he's he's in his you know mid to late 30s at this point so and they explain that all the pilots that are in this movie had already went through top gun yeah so they like, everyone's come back yeah it's not like hey look these guys are just going to top gun or they just graduated top gun they've already been there they've already done that they already know they're the best of the best and they they all weren't the same class there's some that were older there were some that might have been a little bit younger i thought they did a good job with that as well but yeah, it's a definitely. It's a definitely go watch movie. There's going to be some skeptics out there that they're going to say it's not any good. It's terrible. Uh, my advice to you: don't go into it looking for the best movie you ever saw. Go into go into this movie and look at it like, hey, this might be one of the most fun movies I've ever saw. One of the most action packed movies. The most interesting movies and fun. Yeah. Fun is, I think fun is the selling word here, because that's, that's what I would say. The movie's fun. Is it is it like a great, one of the great movies of all time? I mean, earning movies, apparently, yes, it is going to be. Um, but, yeah, it's not like, it's not, I don't think it's going to be a movie like, like Shawshank, where you're like, every time that movie's on, I'm going to finish it. I could watch, it could be like the last five minutes of the movie, I'm going to, I'm going to watch it before I'm. And that Before movie I didn't the do nowhere near as good as Maverick did. It's no, just a, it's just a, it, it's just an explanation to it. Like sometimes what movie buffs or movie critics would consider a great or a phenomenal movie or one of the best, there's more seriousness to it. There's a little more heartfelt emotions throughout the entire movie. There's a little more thought process inside of the movie. Um, but a lot of the biggest grossing movies are not that. You can't appeal to everybody. Like you, sometimes you just have to appeal to the what some people would call the little people, the more moderate people, you know, of our generation. You know, like people. Not, not everybody wants to take everything seriously. Sometimes people are just looking for something fun, looking for an escape. Show me something that's a little far fetched, but could possibly happen. It's called entertainment. That's what they're doing. They're making movies for entertainment. And I think they they nailed that. They couldn't. I don't know how much better of a job you could have done. In retrospect, you could always go back and say, "Well, maybe we could do this. Maybe we could do that." You can say that about anything. I'm sure you can. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like I said, overall, it's a good movie, a good time. It, it's worth the watch. 
I enjoyed it. I know Justin enjoyed it. He's not here to to plead his side, but I know he he enjoyed it. So yeah, he was impressed with it. He thought it was going to be. If you went into it thinking this is going to be the greatest movie ever, I don't think you would be disappointed. But you, I don't know if you would say it's the greatest movie ever. If you go into this movie thinking it's probably going to be dumb, sequels never do good, you're going to be thoroughly impressed. And I think Justin, he he said, no, listen, I like the movie. It's definitely a movie you're going to have in your collection. And this is a movie that when it does come on network TV, you will watch it. It may not be one of those ones like, like Dan said, so I was saying, you're going to rewatch the last five or just finish the last five minutes, or maybe you would. But either way it goes, it's definitely something that you're going to, you're going to watch. Like I put it up there for me up there with the same likes of Gladiator. You know, it, it's, it's a movie that, it's a solid movie. You know how it ends, but yet you still want to watch it. You know what I mean? So for me, it's it's up there with like the like like I said, like the likes of Gladiator. Um, I like it just as much as I like all the Rocky movies. And let's just face it, some of those movies aren't that good. But you just you're into it. You know what I mean? So yeah, I yeah, that's about that's about it for this episode. I think uh, we're. The bell rang, so we're back to work. Um, yeah, I'm sure they're probably looking for me. Like, where's T-Rod at? <laughs> you should yeah. be out here right now. So, uh, yeah, that's that's it for this week. Uh, you know, do you, don't be addicted, people, and, and watch Top Gun, I guess. Uh, yeah, go watch Top Gun. No, I guess about it. Go watch it. Go be entertained. Have a good time. Have fun. And, you know, right now, after uh, the last batch of movies that has come out, if you still haven't seen Top Gun, it's going to blow these other movies out of the water, in my opinion. It'll definitely be, for me, it's the be- definitely the best movie that's came out. And there's going to be some people that would argue that Spider-Man, uh, yeah, but you know what? Spider-Man is cool, and I like Spider-Man a lot. I thought it was a really good movie. But I have to admit that Top Gun, for me, was probably definitely a little more fun. All right. Well, that's it for this week. Uh, good night. See. One, two, three, four, pop culture. Ooh.